are now listening to the Dream Loud Podcast. Join us as we explore the significance of following your dreams. We hope you'll enjoy the ride. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Dream Loud Podcast. Thank you all for tuning in once again. You guys have been amazing. Yeah. No, th- <laughs> yeah. Thank- thanks again. We, uh, well, as always, we greatly appreciate the support. Uh, what it, this would be this 14, 15. 15. Yeah, 15. I don't, I don't even know what number we're on 15 right now. Deep. It feels like it's been forever since we've recorded an episode. Yeah. 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 It was, we did. It's almost uh, been two weeks. Almost, yeah. Well, we we did the two back to back kind of early with with Zach, and then um, but and yeah, we had a nice Christmas break. It was good. Yeah, it was a good good Christmas break. It's good not time. quite New Year's yet because we're recording this on the twenty ninth. I think, and and I was thinking this before, like we're recording this early, um, and I was thinking about our guest, and and I have something like it's it's really weird, um, you know, and I'll I'll kind of preface it like our guest, we've been friends for. Um, it's coming up on, which is weird to say it's going to be 30 years because I've known it since kindergarten. That is crazy. Um, and, and I was thinking like I'm 34, but like when this episode airs, I'll be 35. So it'd be 30 years. Oh, you know, yeah. yeah. So it's oh, really wow. weird. Yeah. Yeah. Right. See, see old man. Right. Yeah. Don't you. Well, this can be your birthday podcast. Then. Birthday podcast. So happy birthday, Dan. Wow. Thank you. Is that? Happy yeah. Birthday. And that's oh, the most interesting way that we've introduced Dan I get, yeah. on the show. Hey, yeah. That's odd. So we also have You Hear Her on my left. That's Amanda. What's up? The lovely wife of Dan. Yeah, she's the best. Lovely wife. <laughs> she's awesome. Thanks for joining us once again. Yeah, no problem. And Being here. Yes, yeah, so we have, we have a special guest Special today. guest. Mm-hmm. Welcome yeah. to the podcast, Bowen. Wow, hey, thank you. Thank you for having me. <laughs> yeah. And let me just say, yes, I've known uh, Dan here for a very long time, and his wife uh, frequently reaches out to me for advice. <laughs> yes. Uh, because <laughs> as many of you don't know him, if you do yeah. know him, it's difficult sometimes. Oh, absolutely. I do, and he she touches my cereal. Touches she my cereal. Oh, my God. Sorry, guys. Don't even worry about it. We should yeah. definitely delve into that story again. <laughs> that was pretty I think, interesting. Um, you know, and just kind of give you guys some background, you know, I've known. I think we I've, should tell the Pet Rock story, to be quite honest. That was told at my wedding. At our, that's our, yes. one of my favorite stories. You will appreciate that one. Better. I want to get inside Dan's psyche to understand <laughs> a, what, what this is about place. pet rocks and patting down cereal. Yeah, I mean that was <laughs> that was me, my you know me and my childhood the whole entire time, and, and you know just kind of going back. Like I've known Bowen, is Mike Bowen, uh, but I call him Bowen. He calls me. We all we we're, we're all by a last name basis. Yes, here. I'm gonna try and call you Dan for the podcast. I don't you know don't who any to. of your friends' first names are. Yeah, because right. Four dice refer to them. Four dice is what he was on. Yeah, they don't um, have first names. Yeah, no. none of us have first names. It feels names. weird in your mouth when you actually say it. It is weird. weird. Yeah. But but no, I've known Bowen for uh for 30 years, Ooh. 29 30 years, but yeah, and 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 uh we met in kindergarten. Uh another really great friend of mine I met in kind but Bowen and I have been friends for long, you know, long time everything. Um, you know, like we've been through literally everything together from five years old to, to 35. Oh God. Uh, <laughs> I'm 34 You're for the record. 30. That's right. Uh, so you yeah, will be 35. Just, nah, 34 for the record. That's right. <laughs> but, that's um, just, yeah, it, you know, um, you know, he was the best man at my wedding. I was the best man at, at his wedding. Uh, you know, very, very fortunate enough to, to be, you know, and, and honored to be the godfather of, of your daughter and um, just a great, a great person, a great friend. Uh, Lisa's awesome, your wife and both your kids. And 
um, yeah, it, it, it's just been, it, it's been, it's been crazy. We've been through literally, literally everything you can think of. We've been together for, for 30 years. So yeah, that's, that's kind of the background. Um, but I think, I, I think that's the background of kind of us. And, and it's funny, you know, you hear the serial story of sleeping over, you know, you think of, I guess, going back to sleeping over at, at your friend's house, you know, whenever you guys were younger, um, those kind of stories that crop up, there are gazillions of stories and playing hockey in your basement and, um, you know, everything, yeah. you know, you throwing a pet rock down the street, which was told him, you know, just all these great, you know, mo- just moments that uh, anybody out there listening would have with their friends too. Uh, it was pretty much the same thing. Um, yeah. But, um, Oh, good. No, I said people, people want, you want the pet rock story real quick? Uh, yeah. Here? yeah. Yeah. Let's go. Sure. Let's no. go. Dive right into this. It is so, my for, for most story. people who know Dan and I do not people who listen this. to this podcast, no, <laughs> I think it's very obvious that he's a caring person and he's always been that way his whole <laughs> life. And it was so extreme. I, I remember there was times when we were, you know, we'd be out in the yard playing and, and he'd be very concerned about the insects in the grass and where I was stepping. Really? Yeah. We play baseball. You're like, a, you're like a Janist. No, <laughs> you couldn't walk anywhere. You could not walk anywhere. And it, it, Natural Janist. Uh, yeah, he'd be upset. He'd go, Don't step over there. I saw a worm. I saw a fly. I saw an ant. And it's just like, okay, man. We so, would stop our okay, baseball man. games to watch the trains go by. Yeah, we would stop baseball games to, to watch trains go by. And I liked. I wanted to play baseball, but you know, he it's he true. at one time made a little craft. You know, young kid. We're just the kindergarten, first, second grade, maybe somewhere in there. Yeah, young sure. kid likes to do crafts, so he had some pet rocks. Who didn't have a pet and rock? Everyone, growing up? Okay, everyone I had a pet rock. Right? You, you have a def- pet rock. I definitely no. didn't have a pet rock. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I probably didn't either. But you put, you put the googly eyes on it, whatever, and you wiggle them, and it's funny. Yeah, it's funny. You put it in your yeah. shelf, okay? But it got to the point where we couldn't do anything unless he checked on this pet rock. Checked on it, right? Made sure, I don't know, that it didn't crack or, or, or yeah. you know. I wanted to see how he was doing. Some, yeah, he's got to check on it. So I was infuriated one time. We were outside. I don't know if we were going to play right hockey or something, and he had the pet rock, and I grabbed it from it, and I chucked it down the street oh, no. as far as I could. And it fell into a sewer grate, too, I think. It did and there was one little, one little googly <laughs> eye sitting on the road. He couldn't. <laughs> and I felt bad about it. But uh, pet we've, rocks. We've, uh, we've, we've, well, you've gotten past it. I haven't gotten past it yet. <laughs> no. It still scars so me. So for his wedding, yeah. uh, I was the best man. So I gave a whole speech <laughs> and I told the story. So I made it up to him. I made uh, a little pet rock, a groom pet rock, and a bride rock. And uh it was pretty funny. He, had, he may have had it been there, but it was hilarious. We have it on it video. And then I suppose you told me when you went to work after your honeymoon that you had a pet rock. It's still there. On yeah. your desk. It's, it's, your a, giant, work, it's so. a giant rock. <laughs> kind of like a river rock. Yeah, it's, but it's, it's a there giant is a pet rock. And it has the googly eyes. It's nice, and nice to be a trendsetter. It's been there. Yeah. <laughs> it's been on my desk for, for nine years. Uh, I'm not kidding either. Yeah, That's it's, a great it's story. Still there. Yeah, yeah. but um, I think, you know, and, and, and we love Bowen and, and, and just, I think... <laughs> um, excuse me. Um, you can edit that out. Um, <laughs> but no, I, I think the the reason why he's on, I, I think he has an incredible story. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, you know, I believe that everyone out there has a dream and everyone has a purpose and to follow that dream. Uh, and there are people out there that aren't following that dream. Um, and here's a guy who, um, who is achieving his dream and living it right now, which is incredible. Um, but it, he battled to get there. Um, battled a lot to get there. And, and um, you know, just to kind of give you a little bit of a background, uh, Bone is a science teacher um, and he just got that job. But if you'd know his history, he hated school. 
kind of kind of growing up and yeah but just 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 didn't hate but just had a hard I, time with school i would say know? i wasn't the best student yeah, yeah. Not, like, i didn't I necessarily you, hate school right. I, I mean everyone enjoys learning which we'll like, talk i, I think later, the social but, aspect too yeah. yeah but uh but yeah you just didn't you you like you know going to school and and seeing your friends there and but um you know the yeah, probably more the social aspect yeah uh, right which thing but like say. the work no thanks yeah, you know. But, yeah. But, uh, well, first, I, I do want to thank you guys for letting me come on here. Yeah. As Dan knows, I was a little timid to do this, hesitant to do this before. It's all um, good. I'm not someone who really likes to talk about my accomplishments in life. I'm, I'm not. Um, yeah. I'm not someone who like when you go in interviews. There was give me one fact about yourself that you love. I, I hate that question. Sure. I don't like to pat myself on the back. I don't like to I, everything I've accomplished in life. I feel like there's more to be done, and that's what I try yeah. to focus on. I agree with that. Um, and so I was really didn't really want wasn't uh, excited about doing this right no, away um, because I didn't feel my story was that special. Uh, um, and he disagrees full heartedly. But then I thought more about it. He talked to me and I thought more about it one day. And the fact that my story is not that special is because there's a lot of people going through or, or have went through what I did. And I thought about it for, and, and that's almost more of a reason to do this yeah. uh, because of how doable it is doing, how I came from where I was to where I got to because sure. It is common. There is a lot of people going through what I went through yeah. and people who already went there. And maybe just that little push to help them over is all they need. So uh, the more I thought about it, it made, made more sense to be yeah. uh, here to do this today. So uh, I, I just think, you know, you kind of go, go for it and look at it. And, you know, what you did, um, you know, you go through school, you didn't care for the school work of it, you know, and, and you know, loved you know, again, hanging out with our friends, didn't care for the schoolwork, um, went to college, tried the college thing for a little while, just didn't work. Floated around. Um, yeah. yeah. And I, you know, so that, so there was that, um, you know, where it just kind of didn't work and, um, you know, and, and then, um, you were, and, and then I think it's very, you know, you got married and, uh, had two kids and you were working a job. And, and I think, I think a lot of parallels can be drawn to that where, um, I think a lot of people might work a job. I don't want to say like, you hated, but it provided for you. It, it gave you a steady income and said, I mean, it was a pretty steady job. Um, but it wasn't your passion and it wasn't your dream and it wasn't what you were doing. And I think there's so many people out there that are doing that right now that are just doing it to provide for their family, but it doesn't light a fire under them. Um, and, and, and you, you're out of that now and you decided to go back to school, um, and follow this route. And now you're achieving your dream, which, which I think is unbelievable. Um, I think, I guess kind of before we go into it and I have a lot more to touch on with that, but, um, can you speak to, you know, just kind of, kind of some mistakes you, and I, and I mentioned, I took this, um, you won a scholarship essay, which was awesome because again, you said you weren't the greatest student, but you turned it around on the Dean's list, that yeah. sort of thing, yeah. got a scholarship. Um, but you referenced in there, you said you made mistakes in education. You didn't like school, that sort of thing. Can you kind of speak to that whole sentence? Just, you know, I made mistakes in education. I didn't like school, that whole aspect of it. Yeah, and I, I think everyone, when you're living in, you're going through high school, probably feels the same way. You, you don't want to be here. You don't want to get up at 6.30. You don't want to go to school at 7 a.m. and sit there for three, three yeah. uh, or uh, how many hours you're there, seven and a half sure. hours. I don't know what I was going with, three, three days. Three days, I guess. Uh, it's a three. Yeah. I think everyone goes through that. And, you know, and we all were being told by our parents that, oh, you're going to miss this someday. And we thought they were crazy. I'm going to miss this. I, agree me? I don't get paid to be here. Yeah. But. It's not until you graduate that you realize that it's literally the best time of your life. Sure. You don't have much to worry about. You know, you have the teachers are there. They're, they're trying to help you and hold your hand, get you to where you need to be. Mm -hmm. You just got to put some effort into it. Uh, so I think the mistakes I made in life were uh, something everyone can relate to, you know, and, and you go through that and you don't want to be there. Um, 
we all have that feeling now. If I knew now what I can, if I can go back knowing now, yeah. what I know now, uh, I would do that. Sure, uh, sure. And I think that's the biggest mistake. Mm-hmm. Um, I think one of the biggest mistakes I always made though, uh, was just kind of sitting back and waiting for things to happen. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, as we go through this, I think that's going to be my biggest message to people, or hopefully, uh, is not to sit back and wait for things to happen. You, you have dreams and you want to do things. You need to go get it. You need to find things that's going to make it happen. It's not going to happen overnight. Okay. But, um, there's a will, there's a way. And, um, you know, I, I feel like I've went through a lot of hardships as you kind of hinted to already. Yeah. And certainly, you know, having a wife and a kids and going to school full time and, you know, being the only one working and working full time is certainly not easy. But, uh, uh, you know, when we talk about that, I have some things that hopefully, and I, I don't want to just give people generic things. I want to give them real yeah. things that yeah. I did, you know, it's easy to sit here and say, just keep pushing through it. It's easy, but right. It doesn't well, help. It, it doesn't. Exactly. Yeah. People, people are sick. I remember sitting there going, what do I do? Yeah. Tell me, what do yeah. I do to get there? And, you know. How do maybe, I get there? Yeah. Maybe my answers won't help you per se, but maybe they will. Maybe I, you can spin them. And that's a great way of looking at it too. Yeah. Cause I think the personal experience, um, counts a lot more than just yeah. good advice. Yeah. Just to I have mean, to go through it. Yeah. You a lot, went through it. A lot yeah. of people went through it, but they had trouble putting it into words. But I, and I've sat there and I've tried to analyze and look at it. And, and I, I think I can, I think I can do that for people. Well, I think along those lines, um, you know, I, I spoke of the scholarship that you won. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Um, <laughs> you know, you spoke of the scholarship that you won. Um, and in that scholarship, you said that you felt you were deserving of the scholarship because you represent, you said you represent all the mistakes that students can make throughout their education, yet they can still turn things around to succeed. Um, at the time you said you were in college longer than you were in high school. Um, and you went through college through your late twenties and thirties, um, with, you know, with a wife and two kids. Um, you said you experienced more schooling than a friend who's is a good friend of ours. Can I I get a sense of the timeline here? Cause is is this a scholarship you got when you went back to college? Yes. Can, yeah. we, can we take a step back? Because I kind of want to know what was going on in your head through high school and then trying yeah, sure. college. Did you jump right into college after um, high school? I did. I did. So, I, I, you know, and, and so just kind of uh, talk about what he said. I was not the best student in high school. I was, yeah. I graduated really low in my grade. We had 340 some students. I was low. And uh, I mean, you know, you, if you would meet me today and look at how I did through college and what I'm doing now, you would be totally surprised to see yeah. that. Uh, but it really came down to my work effort, effort you know, mm-hmm. and it's nothing that I didn't have any kind of learning disability. Or anything Are you just like saying that. that the work ethic wasn't there? Yeah, then. just for me. It just yeah. wasn't there. I was more concerned with um, playing hockey, we going, play hockey, yeah, yeah. Uh, talking to girls, you know, <laughs> that's what I was concerned with. And hopefully uh, I didn't distract those girls too much by trying to talk to them. Playing guitar. Uh, but uh, playing guitar, doing, yeah. doing what I'm doing. And, um, but I find I, gra- I graduated. I, I went and um, you got through. You got went, through it, but you weren't really yeah, passionate about. Yeah, I wanted to be about... a criminal justice major originally. Mm. I did. That's what I wanted to do. And, and there's an awful picture in the yearbook of me. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys should post anything where uh, they had woke me up in my defense. Um, but I they asked me where well, I picture myself in ten years, and I my quote was, "I'll definitely be working for the FBI." <laughs> yes. But if you look at a picture, <laughs> it looks like I'd be wanted by the FBI. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, yes. Yeah, it was not a good one. <laughs> So, but, awesome. uh, yeah, and, and the criminal justice thing, it was great and fine, but, and this is one of the first, so now when I look back at this time period now, I realized it wasn't a path for me because I couldn't 
stay in the classes. Couldn't yeah. stand them. It was boring. I, I didn't like going through them. It I didn't wasn't want, your passion. I didn't, yeah, it wasn't my passion. I didn't want to go to those classes. I just wanted what, what, to be. Okay, I, you're I just getting saw into what I was myself ask. more as someone who's like, yeah, I want to be in the FBI. I want to have that title, uh, Mike Bowen, FBI field agent. Mm. Like, yes. That's what was more important to me. I went to yeah. IUP for a while, and, yeah. and, and this is all in hindsight now. I went to IUP for a while because you know I wanted to go there and have the college experience, but really, I just, I just wanted to play college hockey. Yeah. And you take on all that student debt. Right. To play college hockey. Yeah. You and, know, and and you said you were on, you know, and you spoke about that you said academic probation at the I time. I got on academic and, probation at IEP because I was more concerned playing uh Madden trying to figure out how to be Dan here in Madden. <laughs> yes. We had, we, had, um, we had great. It was uh, epic season. Cheat epic codes. season. Chuck chuck it up, he had Randy cheat Moss. codes. Let me just tell you right now, he had cheat codes. <laughs> And he would just chuck it up there Chuck to Randy Moss. Yeah. This is a this is Madden 04. Poor so we're going Mike. back to 2004 oh, this gosh. time period. Okay? Poor Mike. Yeah, yes. I would I would be. And Amanda on... was new to picture there, but she yeah. she fell back. I was always on Mike's side. Go, Mike, just get yeah. him. Yeah. And poor Dan's like, well, you're my girlfriend. You're supposed to be rooting for me. And I was like, no, you can't. you slaughter him every time. You Not cheat even fun codes. anymore. That's yeah, the joke I, now. I, I said he had cheat codes, but we like really do think he did. It's like when I tricked Lee into playing NHL uh, 16. Oh yeah. I, I didn't go to I, I didn't go to class a lot though and things like that because I was more there for the college experience. I, yeah. I was right. and and it was yeah. a mistake. You know, looking back at it now, it was a mistake. I wish I could take back, um, but you can't. And one thing I've learned so far in life is that we can't change the past. We can't change what we did. We can only learn, acknowledge it, learn from it, and not make those mistakes again. You yeah. Know? So, so I guess I'm sorry, Dan. I've cut. No, you're good. I, I, I jumped no, you're way good. back in the story, but you're good. I'm I'm just curious to hear like what what changed in your thinking like so you got put on academic probation i'm guessing at that point you you kind of get slapped in the face by life and you're like okay mm-hmm. like there's consequences from yeah. my actions that i didn't anticipate yeah or? Well, so after that I, I left you know i was criminal justice major at iep um my grandmother passed away who was very very close awesome. to me and yeah, she's um, the best. i left iep after that and mm-hmm. i went home um kind of started just taking classes here and I wasn't sure what I wanted to do. And I had this big idea. I want to get into pharmacy. Um, and the plus about pharmacy for me was it's where I realized I like sciences mm-hmm. and it was a natural subject for me. Right. So when I'm Why'd you want to get into pharmacy, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, like, I, I, like I, what, what's I, it like, I, Hey, I want to get into pharmacy. I probably the fact that I get to make a lot of money and I had people depend on me to get, it, it was that whole, when I was that age, I was all about, look at, I wanted people to be like, look at this, look at him, look at him, look at him. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's what it was. I wanted to be that guy behind that high desk. who's like, you can't have your drugs for another 45 minutes. You know, I wanted that power <laughs> over people, um, and it was dumb thinking, uh, but that's what I wanted. Um, well, that's, I mean, I think it's important to know that about yourself. Yeah. And that's yeah. great that you, like, realized that. Sure. But I didn't want to, I didn't want to go to school for six more years, which is ironic, because I ended up going to school all in all Even for longer another than 12 that. years. I could have been a brain longer, surgeon. Longer than that. <laughs> and he says brain surgeon because we have a friend who's, who's yeah, a brain he's, surgeon. He's, and he's a pediatric neurosurgeon. Yeah, PA. And, um. So you went to school longer than yeah, half. Yeah, but, but the plus <laughs> of that, but the plus of that was, is that it is where I realized I learned sciences. Like I struggled in my criminal justice classes. I struggled just to stay awake. But yeah. that first biology class I sat down and I just got it. I yeah. was interested. I just wanted to hear more. I didn't, I didn't Why need to that? take notes. Can you I, point to anything? I don't Science, know. man. I just, <laughs> hey, I can only give you a theory. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I, I just I just got it, and, and I didn't need to read. I, I can read the book, and I can I can listen to the teacher, and I can almost say back exactly what they said to me, and it just worked. And I immediately was getting A's. Yeah. And and I knew I wanted to go for sciences, something. Yeah. 
Can, and um, and this was and and I know, like you know you left and and I think there was maybe maybe a seven year gap in it where you left IUP and just kind of classes. Yeah, know, I was just it taking wasn't classes. really immediate. Like yeah, it wasn't immediate. Like I'm gonna go and, and yeah. teaching is something I always wanted to do um, because. I, well, as you can kind of tell from when I was talking about being in my teens and 20s, I wanted to be the center of attention. And a teacher kind of has that ability to be the center of the tension mm-hmm. uh, of the classroom. Uh, and teaching has always been a concept of me, but it was always so hard to, everyone says it's going to be so hard to get a job, so hard to get a job. But yeah. luckily for me, and I know this is a, this sounds bad, this is the same time when the U.S. economy was down and really, yeah. really, really bad. So this is like 2008? Yeah. 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 It was about really, that. really bad. And um I always try to find the positives of things now. And, and you're working at your pharmacy company yeah, at that time. Yeah. 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 And, and the positive that out of that whole situation was every job market was bad. Yeah. Right? So right. no matter what I looked in, everyone was like, you don't want to go into this field. You yeah. don't want to go into that field because there's no jobs for you. Yeah. So I finally just said to myself, I want to go get the degree I want to get. Right. And then cross that bridge later of getting a job. That's a great. Because no matter what I looked at, everyone was like, it's not going to work out for you. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Not work out. That's not great advice. Work and you never know what happened because at that same time, I was hired at my Alcoa job during a hiring freeze. Yeah. And the reason was is because somebody left and they had to replace. But you, you just don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if you, if you just try it. to figure out, like, what the future is going to be, like, you can't predict that. No, you, so. you can't. That's great foreshadowing. For his Is story. It? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's I, really I good think st- that's really great advice to anybody out there. Like, uh, And the same thing goes for what Dan and I are doing. Like, oh, yeah. What are the chances that you get to play with like an internationally recognized singer? Totally. Yeah. Not very good, but it still happened going anyways. On, going on tour. and I thought you know, we were going to talk about my singing abilities here. You're, we, we are, are. doing, a, <laughs> we're doing yeah. a podcast with an international singer now. Um, I think kind of along those lines, and, and you referenced your grandma who was awesome. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it's like like a grandma for myself because I've known you for oh, five yeah, years. You were old. always there. Um, yeah. And, and you talked about that. And you said, you know, she passed away. Um, she she used I want to kind of reference she always used to said that um, you gave up too easy and you never Ugh. finished anything. Um, can you got you know and, and that sounds harsh whenever you you know it is. you it does. you give up too easy you don't finish anything. But what what did that do for you when I, you know just those kind of words kind of ringing in you know you finish up you know and, and here you are going back to school what did that do for you? I think it, having your grandmother say something like that to you and That's pretty um, harsh. It's harsh, but it was Grandma. needed. At the same time, it was needed, and it shouldn't come from anyone else. It shouldn't have come from anyone else. She was a perfect person to say it to me, right? Yeah. And it, it, she said, you know, you give up too easily. And it wasn't a negative she was saying. It, she, it was just more of like, I'm, I, you're, you're, you're so, so much good. more than this, and you right. just yeah. give up. And I, I did. I gave up. And I talked to some of my students now about this, but the reason why I gave up was because it was easier to say, oh, no, I don't care. I'm just going to give up than to admit you can't do it or it's too hard. Right. Right. Um, so right now, and I have a lot of teenagers in my class because I'm a high school teacher, and there's so many kids who they're, they're immediately throw up walls and they give you attitude, I don't care about this. I'm never going to need this. Well, the fact of the matter is you do care about this. You just don't want to admit that you're struggling with it. Yeah. Because yeah. that's more yeah. embarrassing to you than, than, than sitting here and sure. being like, I don't care about this. Mm-hmm. You do. It's you easy want to run pass. Away. It's easy to right? run away. And when my grandmother said that to me, it was the first time I realized, like, I need to do something. Yeah. You know, and it wasn't long after that. It wasn't that wasn't too early, or too much before she passed yeah. away on me. And you yeah, know, when, when things you know things get said to you, and, and people pass away, and and it really puts a stamp on your life. You know, and it kind mm-hmm. of the it, the volume of that amplified for me. And I really just kind of looked at that because it's like you know my grandma passed away, and you know not that she was disappointed in me, but you know when she was here, I didn't get to show her what I who I am or what I can become. 
but now I still can. I still can. Sure. You know? Absolutely. And, um, I just really start to brew inside me that I need to do something in my life, you know? Yeah. Um, and I think that was one of the first things that was said to me. And I was just kind of like, yeah, I'm just a young kid right now who's amounting to nothing at this point in time. Yeah. I need to maybe think about changing it. I think that, I think that's amazing too. Like, like what you're just talking about. Cause I think a lot of the social aspect of school is that you want to be liked by your peers yeah. and you want, you want to fit in. You don't yeah. want to be the guy and people might not even think this way of you, but you could think about yourself where I want to be good at everything that I do. Yeah. And so that means like, yeah, it it means like what you're saying, like some people, the way that they deal with that is they act like they don't care about certain things. It's the easy thing to do. It is the easy thing. Absolutely. People are like, oh, look at him. He's awesome. He doesn't care about it. Yeah. I I think, uh, at a young age, a a quality of a lot of successful people are that they're, they're not afraid to suck at things. No. Yeah. And that's, but I think that's very few and far between. So Mm -hmm. I I think what you're doing in bringing, because you live that out, you can see that in other people now, which is awesome. And, and I think kind of along those lines, can you kind of even touch on, um, you know, I know that, that you mentioned, you know, you for, for most of your life and, and you get this realization, um, you know, whenever that happens. But, you know, you said for most of your white life, you stood by, you watched some of your closest friends achieve success, you know, diligently working, they're achieving their goals. Um, you know, they're going through the tr- and they finally realize their dreams. Um, and you know, you were always there. Um, but as you watched, you kind of real, you kind of realized at that point, and, and I'm reading from your, and, and for anyone, like I'm not putting words in your mouth, I'm reading, I'm reading from something here in, in, in the essay, but I think, it, I think it rings true. Um, I guess you said, you said in, in this, that as you watched your friends achieve your dreams, you realized that you weren't following suit and you weren't chasing your dreams. Can you kind of speak to that whole, um, aspect that, that like you felt like it, you know, you felt like that. And then you get this moment where like, this is what I need to do. And this is what I need to do to follow my dreams. Does that, does that kind of make sense? Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. I'm that, I, I thought that was one of my more powerful lines in there that I wrote, uh, really in good. that, in, in that essay. And uh, he's a journalist it. too. And he's <laughs> saying it's really good. Just so one knows. No. Uh, but when I say that, like I watched my tree, it wasn't absolutely not in jealousy. Like I watched all it, my it friends, really wasn't, no. you know, graduate college, Go on and get jobs. Some of them move away, sadly. Yeah. I don't want them to go away. And yeah, I was yeah. proud of them. Like, you know, we, you know, Dan here is, is a reporter doing great things. You know, we got Ben across the state from me. You know, he's, he's playing in a band, touring the world, basically. Um, what, with what, a, a different uh, world-renowned singer. <laughs> <laughs> Not me. Okay. Another world-renowned singer, <laughs> Yeah, I got another friend who moves That's out to right. California. He's working yeah. with one of the top pediatric neurosurgeons in the world. And, yeah. and it's just like, wow, this is crazy. Look at all my friends and, and people I grew up with. And look what they're doing. Yeah. And then... What I, am I, I, what I, am I and yeah. not that there's anything wrong with this, but here yeah. I am, and I walk into my house, and you know, I'm living with my grandparents, and I'm in my mid twenties, and I'm like, what, what, what am I doing? Yeah. <laughs> what, what am I doing? Like, I, I had dreams, <clears throat> I have goals. What am I doing to achieve any single one of them? Right. Yeah. So I, I, that, that I, I realized when I watched all these people around me gaining success and doing well, good things, and yes, there's so much more to come for all of us and yeah, yeah. all of you. Um, I realized that I'm not taking any steps at all to achieve my dreams and my mm-hmm. goals. They're not just going to come to me, you know? And I, I tend to believe that we're all presented with all kinds of opportunities, yeah. okay? And what you do with those opportunities is up to you. Yeah. Sure. And I realized, like, I'm not doing anything. I'm just like, eh, maybe tomorrow. Yeah. And uh, I needed to change that. What made you follow through? You know, because it's easy to say that. It's easy to say, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this. And then whenever you get in the fire, sometimes yeah. people don't follow through. What made you kind of go through, I'm going to do this, and then follow through on your actions and your words? 
you know, there's powerful there's powerful things that happen in everyone's life. Stamps that you can go back to, you can remember that happened like yesterday. And uh, my grandmother passing away was one. Yeah. Um, our good friend Mark. Yeah. Passed yeah. away in a car accident 12 years ago. 2005. 12 years ago. This is all around the same time. Uh, passed away in a car wreck. Yes. Yeah. One of our best best friends. It was tough. Terrible. Uh, yeah. You know, unfortunately, we just had a student in my school right now passed away, yeah. and just kind of brings it all back for me. It was and, the same, uh, yeah, yeah. No, it was the same with same situation. I mean, we're gonna, like we're that, gonna, it's it's always, and I guess kind of as an it's it's always really cool because um, you know we're gonna go play hockey tonight, and and I have yeah. the shirt that we wore, so yeah. I, and I always wear it every time we play hockey. It's it's the same thing, you know. I I always wear it because um, I have to, I have to do it, you know. And and like you said, the stamp and and yep. that stuff happens, and and you need to to live on for them. And and like I said, every, every time I play hockey. Um, I wear the, I wear the shirt that we wore for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, thing. that's an event there again that 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 does stick out in your life. Yeah. And and I believe you can do two things with there. You know, some people can take an event like that and it can almost bring them down uh, to the point where they're like, life doesn't matter anymore. You know, what am I doing here? I'm, but for me, uh, and this is going to sell world uh, sound weird. I, I told you I try to look for the positives in absolutely everything, and I I pulled a positive out of that and. Um, you know, everyone gives this look like, huh? <laughs> but what? I did. And the positive I pulled out of that was the fact that like every single day that I'm here on this earth is a day that he doesn't get to take. It's a yeah. breath he doesn't get to take. It's yeah. a step he doesn't get to take. So when I take those breaths and I take those steps, I need to make sure that I do it with absolutely every intentions of doing it to the best of my ability mm-hmm. um, and trying yeah. to do it for him because uh, he can't do it, you know, yeah. and I want to make sure that. Uh, I'm taking full advantage of those steps I have still. And the same thing is, was that was that more, you know, and even with your grandma too, was that even more yeah. of a motivation to follow through and say, I'm going to do this for them? Yeah, I, I think that was the, 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 all a combination of all that happening was when I started to realize, like, listen, I, I t- told myself, you know, I, I took a look in the mirror and I make that change, Michael Jackson. Um, yeah. uh, but it was We first, sang that on the podcast yeah, too. It, it was the first <laughs> time that I looked at myself it and I said, did, yeah. I need to do something. Yeah. And I tend to be a realist and... I understand change isn't going to happen overnight. So, and I, and again, I, t- I talked to my students about this in one of the first speech about this and how you know you need to change your outlook on life. And it's one thing just to say that, but you know, I, I took steps through my life to do that, to do that, right? So one of the first things I did in my life, okay, and people make New Year's resolutions, right? And everyone, you know, I'm just like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do 50 push-ups every day here, you know. And, and that's <laughs> I great. actually just saw somebody. Yeah. <laughs> one of my friends posted that exact yeah. same thing. Time to go 51. Yes. You can be better than that. No, that's right. you can be better, <laughs> Ben's friend. Did I do 100 push-ups before I eat? No, I'm kidding. Yeah. I don't do that. <laughs> no, but I, I decided I want to start doing something that changes me to in my very, very core. So yeah. one yeah. of the first things I looked at in my life, and you know, when you're young, you're hot-headed, and I wanted to change that. I wanted to settle myself down. So. I, I started to take this outlook when things go wrong in my life and go bad in my life. I want to. I need this. I tried. I had to train myself to look at what happened and say, was it in my control? Yeah. Right. Because if it's something that's out of your control, why get all worked up? Just sure. deal yeah. with it. Yeah. Right. You couldn't have prevented it. Right. And stressing Just about it's it. not gonna. Yeah. The only thing it's gonna do is harm you. Yeah. yeah. And if and, and if you if you lose your mind, you start to freak out about it. It's just gonna make it worse. It's just gonna spiral out of control on you, and and, and it's gonna it's gonna just piggyback off the last one. And you're gonna have a lot of things going wrong in your life that you didn't want. Um, uh, so many people do that. They had a bad day, and they kind of come home with it. Yeah. And then they get their 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 significant other all fired up, and, you know, and they, they make friends mad, and sure. then everyone's mad. And then <laughs> one thing, you know, just because you got pickles on your burger, and you didn't ask for those pickles, okay, now yeah. everyone's all mad at everyone. Like, why? 
Maybe so, they don't I mean, like that pickles. Was the first no, it's like <laughs> it's it's kind of like constantly living in a reactionary yeah mode. Like yeah. I'm gonna lash out at this because I'm not happy with it. Yeah. yeah, and I think it can be natural to fall into that because you want to you want to make the changes when you feel that negativity, but yeah. you're also least able to make good decisions. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's my first. I talked about how I I think I have steps to help people, like literally steps and advice. Okay, to help try to help people. And I think my Is first there a book coming. Um, you never know. I hope. Um, <laughs> I think that'd be the first step. When things go wrong in your life, stop before you react. Yeah. Look at the situation. Could you have prevented it? If you can prevent it, then just learn from it. Yeah. And prevent it next time. And you don't can't do it change again. it. You can't change it. Okay. Right. Just move on. Yeah. Deal with it. Okay. And I think that really helped me. I mean, don't get me wrong. I still get upset and overreact. <laughs> okay. My my wife was here. She'd be like, mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> why don't you? Yeah. Why don't you listen to your yeah. advice? Yeah. 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 Uh, but no, it, it we'll it's not, it's, it's not something that I said, I said um, the day, you know, uh, New Year's Eve, I was like, I'm going to do this in New Year's Day. I was like doing it. No, it's something that you had to remind yourself, okay, yeah. uh, and go through it. Um, it. It's not easy to change yourself, but it's possible to do. Yeah. And you were talking about negative outlooks and how uh-huh. you're very pessimistic. <laughs> and you're right. You can get through life. Obviously, you're very successful in doing what you're doing and doing exactly what you want to do in life. Um. But I think it's also important to know people who do look at the negatives in life, right? Everyone experiences negatives. Everyone yeah. experiences positives, right? It's happen. And those feelings, those things actually have a biological effect on you on the inside, right? So when something bad happens, it has an actual chemical effect on you on the inside, right? So when you talk about clinical depressions Here and comes the like biology that, teacher coming <laughs> out. Nice. Here it comes. We're not going to get too bi- We're not going to get too deep. You can get we- as sciencey as you want. <laughs> and that kind of excites me as a behavioralist. So yes. I'm like, yes, let's talk about this. <laughs> oh, sorry. But you talk about people who are clinically depressed yeah, yeah. and things like that. Yeah. People tend to focus on the negatives in their life yeah. for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Some people like that, hey, look what's going on in my life. Yeah. You know, some people like that. Other people... They 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 just they they want to see, make it seem like they have the worst possible situation going on. Yeah. Oh, you think you're bad? Like you need to see or hear what's going on in my life. Definitely. But the fact of the matter is, is there's always a worse situation. Yeah, yeah. I try to keep that in mind, right? But everyone has negatives and everyone has positives in life. What you try to focus on has a chemical effect on you and will affect your mood. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. so for me, I try to wake up and it's small, and I, I give a whole speech to my students the first day of school this year. It's not if you focus on these negatives, and it's easy to focus on them because they're negative. You don't want that to happen. But the yeah. little good things, it's like okay, fine, whatever. It's kind of yeah. like when you talk about uh, a defenseman in hockey, right? Yeah. If you don't hear their name, that normally means they're doing a good job, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. If this little sure. thing's going right for me, that's okay, good. I don't need to worry about it. But this yeah. one bad, ah, I'm gonna lose yeah. my mind right you probably now. Probably shouldn't okay? have given the puck away. And uh, yeah. you know, if if, if, the, the if there are no yeah. notes in the uh, <laughs> comment box, <laughs> yeah, and your, your business is doing yeah, right. <laughs> right. It's the same concept though. Like I have bad things going on in my life, but I try to just look at them and, and take that approach. Okay, could I have controlled it? Yeah. Yes. Okay, what do I need to do better next time? Let me deal with it. I couldn't have controlled this? Okay, then just deal with it and move on. Yeah. Okay? But you also have goods going on in your life. And even <laughs> it's as simple as saying you're waking up and, and you got to go to school today or work today, whatever you're going for. And, you, and, and for me, like on Tuesdays, my daughter has dance class at 4.30. So that's the first thing I try to think yeah. about. I don't try to think about anything else. I try to be like, what am I looking for today? Yeah. No matter what. Even if you have to wait till you get home so I can watch Game of Thrones. Okay? <laughs> Something as simple as I really yeah. have to pee. I can't wait to get in that bathroom yeah. and pee. Okay? Look for those little things, okay? And yeah. just start doing that little by little. And eventually it's going to grow and piggyback and piggyback until eventually 
you're starting to focus and appreciate more of those positives in your life. Yeah. Sure. And it would change your whole outside. We had a guy who came in to talk to us teachers at the school. His, I can't remember his name, but he, his, his, he's the attitude guy. He the attitude goes, guy. Yeah, he actually goes around <laughs> NFL teams, hire him, and he oh, came and cool. spoke to us. And he was saying the same thing. Yeah. It made me feel so good to say that this theory that I believe I came up with on my own, right? <laughs> ah, when I, I say you. that, when I say yeah. that, I mean like no one taught it to me. It's just something yeah. I kind of realized I need to change yeah. and do yes. in my life. And he's sitting here talking about the same things I'm just telling you. And I'm just yeah, like, okay, yeah. wow, this guy's going around the world traveling and making a lot of money. Okay, I got a new job lined up for me. No, yeah. but <laughs> well, you know what the good thing is. Yeah. Whenever people hear this episode, they won't reference the attitude guy. Say, oh, yeah, that guy in the Dream yeah. Out podcast. Well, I gave him credit. Right. I don't remember your name, sir, but I really enjoyed your visit. He was attitude funny. Guy. It was perfect. I mean, he, was, he came in and he just talked about such good things. Yeah. And, and it, was just not, it was just really reassuring to me to say, like, yeah, that's how I'm trying to see my life. It was a confirmation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because negativity breeds negativity. Yeah. Right? And, and, and you can feel vibes coming off people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can literally feel vi- when someone's in a bad mood. You don't even have to hear a word from them. You yeah. can feel it. You, you know can sense on. it. Okay. Um, and and they walk into it and it just spreads. If there if there's a group of three people, right, or those forces remain. If we're happy, right, and we're just haha chit chatting, having a good time. If someone would walk through that door right now, just in a really bad mood, yeah, it would just put a damper on everything. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. What's up with that guy? Yeah. And, yeah. and you'd be afraid to talk. You'd be afraid to laugh. Like, well, I can't have a good time. Johnny over here is going to lose his mind. Yeah, not with yeah. Ne- <laughs> negative Johnny. Okay. So it, it's infectious, and and the negativity is, but so can that positivity. Yeah. Right. I mean, just kind of coming in there and, and just. You walk past so many people on the street that we don't know and we don't say anything. Yeah. And is it really that hard to say, hey, how are you doing real quick? Sure. You know, some that, that person you just passed may have not talked to anyone for three weeks. Yeah. And the first human contact, I just saw on Facebook, there's a guy going through a social experiment who he's going to try and go two weeks without talking to anyone. Wow. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. And today, suppose yeah. it's not going well so far. <laughs> no, it's definitely okay. not. Like humans are not isolated creatures. Yeah. We're, you know, we're social creatures. We're social Absolutely. creatures. Uh, yeah. I'm not going to go into evolution or anything like that, but just <laughs> yes. we're social. Okay. Yeah. And, and we're supposed to be in packs. Like we hunted in packs uh, in large groups. Okay. And. You're not going to survive long by yourself out in the wilderness. Yeah. You could if you're really good, but you're going to need someone. Yeah. You're a savage. <laughs> if you're a psychopath. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, your dream to become a great biology teacher. Yeah. Um, when did you realize that? Well, I don't think anyone gets into the profession wanting to be the worst at what yeah, they're right. doing. But Boy, I'm going to be really crappy yeah, at my you job. Know what to do yeah. It's going to be awful today. No, um, I just, for me, my personality wise, as a teacher, I feel like it's, it's, a, it's, it's a great stage to try and influence people. And, and like yeah. I said, I, I was not the best student, and I wish I can go back yeah. now. And yes, the parents tell their kids that. My mom told me that when I was going. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Happy and, birthday, you know, Marion. You sit there and you say the kids are like, okay, but I can actually relate to them. I can tell them stories and, and, and say like, you know, this was this, I didn't graduate well. Here's what it was, and this is what I had to go through to get back on track to where I am today. The rich from rags to riches story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they like when you say that. Um, <laughs> rags to riches. But. I don't really know where I wanted to be a great teacher, but I, I just I, I just want to make a difference yeah. somehow. And and I and there and when I went to school, there are and and if any of them listen to this, not the ones I'm friends with on Facebook, I can guarantee you that. Okay, they're very good at what they do. But there were a lot of people I went to high school with that they were more excited about the idea of having summers off. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And right. truth be told, as a teacher, you really shouldn't have your summers off because that's where you're supposed to be preparing your lessons to be better than it was last year. Definitely. Right. Mm. So, and, and that's what I want to do. But I just, one thing I learned, I don't really know how to answer your question, but one thing I've, I've realized very quickly. I didn't quickly, know how to ask it. So yeah. <laughs> one thing I've realized very quickly is where if I do want to make an impact on a student's life is I'm not going to do that 
teaching them biology. Yeah. It's not going to be the biology aspect that changes their life. They may realize that they like biology in my class and go on to graduate and get a degree in biology and do something biology. But the truth is of all my students, maybe 10% of them are actually going to want to go on to biology. Right. And that's fine. And that's fine. It's a state mandated course. (laughs) (laughs) But I need to kind of tackle the aspect of helping them find who they are first, right? Because you care more about their life. than Yeah. There's so many kids who they know what they want to be, but they don't know who they are right now. Um, my last school I came from uh, was a troubled school, and uh, it was a school where the kids got kicked out of their home schools, and they came from, um, you know, weapon charges, fighting, truancies, uh, things like that. And they came to my school, and, and there was one girl in particular who had a, a, lot, a lot of them had a really bad story, bad life, okay? And it's sad to see that these kids are going through this life they're mm-hmm. at, and it's really not even their fault. They didn't stand a chance because of what was going on at home. Um, but there was one girl in particular who, she was boy-crazed. Okay, just crazy over the boys. And yeah. I remember she came to me, she was having a bad day, and she was talking to me. And, um, you know, she was she's like, well, I broke up with so-and-so, and now I'm trying to date so-and-so. And I remember talking to her about, she she's so young, yeah, right? She's 16, 17-year-old girl. She's <clears throat> so young. And I'm like, you, you, you want to date all these guys, but how do you pick the right guy right. Yeah. to match your personality when you don't even know who you are right now as yeah. a person? Yeah. She's like, what? You know, and I'm <laughs> just like, here, yeah. yeah. And, and I just, I just tried to talk to her and just realize, like, yeah, I get it. You want to date a bunch of boys. I get it. <laughs> okay. I wanted to date a bunch of girls when I was in high school. I get it. <laughs> okay. But you really got to find out who you are. Okay. And at that age, and, and even people get so upset when relationships fail. People get so upset. Some people even get suicidal. Right. But the fact of the matter is the majority of relationships you've ever been in failed. Only one is going to be successful. Yeah. You Only hope, at one least. is going yeah. to be successful. And what I try to tell her and people when they're upset, I'm like, oh, I just ruined my boyfriend. I'm like, well, you know how good you felt dating that person? Okay. Just picture when it's the right person. Yeah. Picture that. Take that feeling, that happiness you had and take it times 10. Okay. That's literally what you have coming your way. Yeah. Because when it works, it works. Yeah. Right? So I think also, man, you touched on so many great things I want to follow it. up to. Are you, yeah, are you, you kidding are, me? Yeah, you're killing it. <laughs> like, come on. I'm going too fast. Like, you're fine. No, it's great. Um, you know, also too, I think it goes back to what you talked about uh, with wanting to, uh, wanting to avoid not being good at something or failing. Yeah, yeah. And definitely like when, when you're that young, you've not even had enough experiences to like, <laughs> I understand yeah, that like yeah. something failing actually might be good thing. closing doors so that you have better, better doors open. Totally. Yeah. Failure is, is a funny thing <laughs> Yeah, because I, I had talked about too. how kids rather admit they don't care. Mm-hmm. Right. 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 Than fail. But and if like you, you truly don't care, then you shouldn't care that you failed. Right. If you want to act like that tough guy doesn't care, yeah. then go in there, try and fail and be like, oh, okay, let me try this again. That's a tough guy. That's that's what takes energy and strength and, and passion yeah. to get through it. It's so easy to just brush your hands away and sure. be like, oh, I just don't care about this. That's the easy road. A tough guy takes the hard road, don't they? Yeah. yeah. Right. So um, that's another message I'm going to try yeah. to keep telling my kids. You know, so, I want to I wanna also follow up with sure. the question that you asked. The one that I couldn't ask. The one that, no. yeah, the one that you couldn't. Um, Maybe you'll be able to translate for me. Yeah. Well, I, I, I think we're touching on something. So you said, when did you re- realize that you wanted to be the best biology teacher that you could be? Thanks, and, ben. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I, I want to touch on this too because Tom and I. The, oh, yeah. The, 
the drummer with Lacey. The great Tom yes, Gaskin. Tom Gaskin. We're, Hi, Tom, we're talking listening. about this the other day, and we we both have this in common that our passions have always been music. So yeah. we've always put all of our energy into that, but we've not always been able to make money doing that. Sure. So we've had other jobs, but everything else that we did always took a second seat to what we really wanted to do. And until we came to this point of realizing, Hey, why, you know, we're already committed to these other jobs yeah. that we're working why not try to do the best job that we can? Sure, definitely. It, it was kind of like this mentality had to switch where I was thinking, if I give all of my energy to this one thing, then it will mean that I can't be successful in yeah, this other yeah, thing. Right. And that's kind of a line, kind of false. And sure. in fact, the opposite's true, where if you just devote yourself to the things that you're already doing, they can actually open up doors in completely opposite fields. Absolutely. And, and, it can, and teach yeah. you something to just help you grow as a person. Well, look at this. I mean, you know, I never, you know, you think of podcasts and like, <laughs> we were just, fr you know, friends going and, and like, you know, I've told the story before, but like, I just gave you a call to see how, how your event went at the, at the brutal, you know, the brutal beer fest. And, right. Uh, you know, because you were, it was kind of a networking opportunity and you're uh -huh. going to meet people and, uh, you were, you know, we were just kind of going off and you were like, yeah, we should start a podcast, <laughs> you know, and here we are, um, you know, and hopefully, and, and my hope is affecting people and helping people and, and helping people follow their dreams by having guests like Bowen and, and all of our other guests on. Um, but yeah, I, I think, I think along those streams, yeah, just when did you, when did you kind of realize that, that, that you wanted to be a great, but like, this is what I want to do. This is my dream and I'm going to find it. Like, I want to be a great biology teacher. And, and I think to add on to that, it seemed like a mindset switched where yeah. you realize that, you know, the things that I do now, the things that I devote myself to, I'm going to give 100%. You know, when did that shift? Yeah. I got married out of our group fairly young. Uh, yeah, I it was say, 2007. Yeah, Dan's older than me and he's always did everything first, but I got married you did. first. You, did, you, you got married. I'm uh, the veteran in that. It was... It was Five months? It was. I don't, I don't know. Or no, it was a year. He got he was, got married a year before us, right? Uh, Two thousand seven. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I told you guys all about you my. You were for you jerk. No, yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I told you about all my immature, immaturities growing yeah, up yeah. and how I wasn't the best student and how I was all about like, hey, I want people just to look at me and be like, well, it's so cool and my bones do. Yeah. Like, and I, I, at no point though was I a selfish person. That I no. feel, even though that sounds contradicting, but no, it's I, true. I always. Yeah. Try to help everyone out I could, and I think my mindset changed. One, we had those events. My grandma and our, our, our really good friend passing away. Yeah, I also got married early, right? And, and you start to take care of someone else. And um, what's up, Lisa? Hey, Lisa. <laughs> I, uh, I don't. I don't. I don't want to throw anyone on the bus, but I'm from a divorced home. Okay, and it happened very early in my life. My dad. Um, I really only know one side of the story, but my dad was a little rough with my mom, from what I understand. Yeah. Um, He's a completely different person now, yeah. so I'm um, yeah. proud of the changes he's made in life. Um, I didn't see him a lot growing up, um, and, and I don't know why exactly. I hear two different sides of the story. I hear one, I wasn't taken over there, or I was mm -hmm. never invited over there, um, but I don't know. Irre it does, it does, irrelevant. It does, it's irrelevant. It doesn't irrelevant. matter. Uh, but the point is, is I understood looking at that, and, and again, there's so many kids who look at us who come from a broken home, and they say, well... Okay, this this is how a father is, right? Yeah, you, don't, yeah. you don't have to be there. You you know you can be a physical if you need to. You can be loud. You can be stomping because that's the way I'm that's my do. father. Yeah. So that's how I'm going to raise. You or learn from it. You can look at it and say that's how you don't do it. Yeah. I chose look at it and say that's how you don't do it. Yeah. Right. 
Um, so I try to be different and, and I wanted to take care of everything. And, and then I had a kid and I wanted that to happen. So I think once I had those responsibilities come on top, so, you know, the events that had my life triggered, the yeah. mindset that started to change and those events really put them into action probably. Yeah. Um, so then I got a job. You talked about a job and we're not going to mention company names in here or what the no, yeah, things that, but I got a job and it absolutely was not a job I enjoyed. Um, I dealt with computers and, and doing work like that. And I, I, but I you, don't like it. But I it. think you, the thing is like you made a lot of money and you were able to support well, your family. Yeah. That's, you know, like, that's, yeah. That's, that's so kind of what, yeah. Sorry about that. But, but go on. Yeah. Even while I was at this job that I couldn't stand. Yeah. You really couldn't stand I it. I wanted to do a good job at it. Sure. Sure. Because you're right. At this job, um, it was it happened to be a job where I made enough money to support my you wife and money, son right? at the time. Yeah, I, I was able to work a schedule where I can go to school when I needed to. I was able to work at home if I needed to to make up time. It, um, so as much as I didn't hate it, it gave, provided me all these opportunities. And Dan had to refresh my memory on that so many times while I was going through it. <laughs> because while you're living in that, it's easy to say, oh, it's taking you where you want to go. Uh, but while you're living, it was like, I don't want to go tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm sure there's a that's, lot of people out there right now so who funny. are saying that. I don't well, want to go to work well, on yeah, Monday. I've had, I've had those okay. jobs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and that was the case. That kind of job for me. I just, there was nothing about it I enjoyed. Okay. But that's true. <laughs> I still want to do a good job <laughs> when I was true. there. So. To graduate, to get out of that job and get into the field I'm in now where I actually want to be here, yeah. it's so much easier to want to conquer the world, per se, yeah. in this profession because I did it there even though I couldn't stand it. So I put that time and energy into And now it's just so like, yeah, this is what I want to do. You know, and I got to do it. How do I do it? I don't know yet. Yeah. Well, well, <laughs> I don't think I'll ever really know how to do it, but hopefully I'll. Well, you know, the interesting thing about that is I don't think you really can prove to yourself that you have that kind of character until you're putting a situation where you don't want to do it. Yeah. Cause if you're just always in a situation where, Oh, I like this. It's fun. How do you actually know if I have this character or you if never I'm just know how doing you, yeah. how you're going to react to it? Right. So that's, what, I man, mean, that's a blessing in disguise. What's, what's, you probably know the movie. It's a, it's a teaching movie. It's a music teacher, Mr. Hollis. Mr. Hollis. Oh, Opus. Mr. Hollis. Yeah. Opus. Yeah. Yeah. So, you we guys, actually all know it. Yeah. Okay. So everyone knows <laughs> okay, I can't remember how to say it exactly, but so all the guy goes and he's teaching, he's changing lives all through his years. Yeah. But what's really striking about that movie to me is one of those ending scenes. When he's retiring. Spoiler. No, I'm just okay, kidding. Okay, sorry. He's, it's an old movie. It's okay. an old. You should have seen it by now. He still has not seen the movie Dodgeball, but I'm true. sure he probably okay. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty so sure you shocked that you've seen know. the whole movie. Yeah. Did you fall asleep during Mr. Holland's Opus? I was younger whenever I saw it. Okay. Yeah, go on. I'm sorry. But the Changing ending of that movie, and, and I don't know if anyone, the, the symbolism behind this movie, uh, behind the ending scene, it, it was incredible to me because he went through his whole teaching career and he worked with all these kids. And when they brought him in a room and surprised him with that retirement party in the auditorium, you can see on his face, he didn't realize what he had done, what yeah. he had accomplished until that very moment. Yeah. Right. Um, so I sit here and I say, I want to be the greatest teacher, but I, mean, I, I don't know how to prove it. I don't yeah. think any of us realize what we've actually accomplished until it's over. Yeah. Um, so you just got to stay motivated to want to have that send off. Uh, but I just yeah. thought that was an awesome scene because. And sometimes you never have that that scene in your life. I know. Like, yeah, you yeah. touch all these lives. I, just, I, just, I, I'm just, what, I think my point is, you know, if you're doing good things, it's really hard to realize you're doing good things yeah. while you're doing them. Just yeah. keep doing them. <laughs> yeah. You know, so. Well, I guess uh, here, here's a question that I had for you. Like, um, you worked that job to support your family uh, and, and you had, and, and you had that dream too. I want to be the greatest biology teacher. I want to go back to school. And you knew that it was going to be a long, like hard road. Um, and, and I guess I'm kind of speaking to the people out there that are working jobs 
um, that are, that just to work jobs and support their family. I mean, you made the decision, like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to battle and I'm going to go to school from like early in the morning until eight o'clock. Um, and you did that for a long time, um, to, you know, and but like, I guess the mindset to, um, why did you continue going through it? You could have, you could have just sat back at that job. It was, it, you made a good bit of money. Um, but you said, I'm going to change this. I'm going to change my life and I'm going to follow my dream. Um, and I'm not just going to, cause it could have been easy to do cause you were making a yeah. good, and you were supporting your family. And, um, you know, when did you think like, I'm going to go back to school and I'm going to go through this battle and I'm going to change my life. Yeah. I, I think there's a lot of people who, um, they would be scared to continue to go through that. It was long. Um, and, and, the, and the battle, and, and again, yeah. the easier path would just be just to quit and settle. Uh, but I just refused to do that. I, I, I did not like my job. I, and I, I, there's no way I wanted to do it for the rest of my life. There's no way. But what else was I going to do? Right. The money I was making, and I, I did still didn't have a college degree at this point in time. I just didn't want to do it. Um, so that kind of kept me going. And, and this kind of goes back to my whole mindset where I started to change my outlook on life and say, yeah, okay. Because I, I, for a while there, um, I'd come home <laughs> on a Friday. I would have the whole weekend. Yeah. And at dinner on Friday, I'd be dreading Monday. That's no way to live. Oh, wow. That's right? awful. That's no way to live. And yeah. some people can't understand that. Well, it's not till Monday. But the type of job I had... Like most people have a bad job, you know, and you finish up your day, it was a crappy day. You don't really know what Monday's going to bring you. It's a different, it's a new batch of work coming your way. Yeah. But the type of work I was in, you know, projects and things like that, it was a crappy Friday and I knew what was waiting for me on Monday Yeah. and I wanted nothing to do with it. Yeah. So I tried and it was hard and I, and I said, oh, just change your outlook in life. And everyone who is going through this right now, it's probably like, it's easy for you to say, easy for you to say, I, I, I hear you. I was there. Okay, but you said just, that to me. Yeah. You said that just, to me whenever I talked to you. You just got to start waking up and saying, okay, when I go home tonight, we're having lasagna. I love <laughs> lasagna. Okay, I love it. Okay. And I'm going to eat that lasagna so hard and I'm going to take it for lunch tomorrow and it's going to be awesome. Okay. I mean, that's where you got to start. Yeah. Simple things. Okay. Uh, some more advice I would give for people who are trying to change your life. Uh, who are in situations like this, um, you have to separate what you're doing. So uh, for me, yeah. I, I had a family at home and I had school and I had work. And I think there's a lot of people who are trying to take it all on as one. I completely separated the three of them. Yeah. And I had to do it. Mm -hmm. And if I didn't do that, I would not have made it. Yeah. I wouldn't have made it. So what I'm saying is, so, you know, at the first part of the day, I have work. The second part of the day, I have school. The third part of the day, I get to see my kids right yeah. before they go to bed on most days, okay? Right before they go to bed. But what I try to do is not have any of them overlap anything, Yeah. right? So if at work, if I had to stick around maybe for an extra or get in there an extra hour early or something, I know that sounds awful for people saying <laughs> yeah, it, but yeah. if you need to do that extra hour to finish something up that does, so it doesn't come home with you, do it. It's not yeah. that long. Yeah. You'll be happy you did it. Yeah. Promise. Okay. If I had schoolwork, I stayed there and did it. I put that extra 45 minutes in at school. I didn't say, okay, I'm done with class. Now I'm going to go home and study at home. At least I'm at home. You're not. You're studying. Yeah. You're not home. Okay. Separate the three of them. Or yeah. if it's the two of them. If you're working a job you can't stand and you're doing it, separate the two of them. Put an extra two hours in at work just to finish up. Yeah. And come home and be home when you're home. Sure. It's just life's much easier that way. I'm sorry I'm hitting that, the table. No, that's that's <laughs> very good. I think it's great advice. Um, my question is, where did you find the extra energy 
to, to those put are it long into days. That. Yeah. yeah, because I th- I think that for somebody that's kind of in the muck of of doing all of that, yeah, sometimes uh, it's hard to look past it is. and find that any individual it is. thing. And, yeah. and again, if there's people listening to this and they're going through it right now, and they're just like, oh, I can't do it. I I had those exact you were there. Same Feelings. Is it coffee? What coffee? <laughs> no, it's not coffee. I'm not coffee. I'm not a drinker or anything like that. Um, I just think it was, I just knew I, I couldn't do what I was doing. Yeah. And I yeah. just tried to say, this is not forever. This yeah. is only for a two years. And two years seems like a long time, but it's it's not. I mean, I'm 34 no. now. I, I remember being 18, right? Yeah. I, that is, two years is not a long time. It's not, you know? Plan okay, another well planned vacation days. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look at your holidays, you're gonna be off. Maybe you have two days, turn that into an extra three, four day weekend. Okay, yeah. plan it around the weekend, stretch them That's out true. so you get a you whole can. five days off in a row. Sure, I put time into playing my vacations just to, yeah. <laughs> okay. Most people are just thinking, I'm just gonna take a week off on Christmas. No, 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 plan it out. Yeah. Okay, yeah, and you'll feel better about your life too. Okay, and if all else fails, I learned how to look busy not doing a thing. Hold a piece of pen, hold a piece of paper with a pen, walk around your place with a confused look. Your face, believe me, <laughs> no one's going to want to get involved with you. They're just gonna, you can walk around for hours. I don't know how many. <laughs> I don't know how many emails we shared about our strategies in Madden or breaking down the NFL draft or oh my gosh. our uh, NHL. I have all the emails too. They're all when, in my. Okay, when I start working at Starbucks and I and I do this technique, I'm sure that's not gonna fly. If you look confused <laughs> enough, if you look like it's a serious situation you're trying to handle, you even your boss is gonna come walking door like, oh, I'm not doing. With that and close yeah. the door and go back. I'll go yeah. back into the fridge <laughs> with just the that. piece of paper. Right like, now, I guarantee you, everyone who's listening is going to be like, that's actually a good idea. I wouldn't want to bother. I wouldn't want to bother. <laughs> I'm going to do that. Um, you, you spoke at that, you know, going through everything um, and, you know, just go through, suck it up, for the, you know, which is all fantastic. It's, it's, I don't mean, I, it's, no, no, no. It's, it's, I think it's fantastic advice and I, and I agree. Um, what I will say is that throughout the whole thing is you face some difficulties throughout, you know, just some battles, through, which is perfectly natural. Yeah. You're going through you know, a course that you're, you're going part time and it should be done in two years or four, you know, whatever. It was a very long time. Um, can you speak to the difficulties? And, and I think what I mean, um, you know, you wanted to stop this at some points because it oh, got yeah. very difficult. You know, you wanted to be a car salesman the at one list, point. The list of things uh, I was going to do instead of finishing school. You wanted to work at Verizon. You wanted, yeah, to, work, I wanted to, a, to sell a car phones, salesman. I wanted to sell cars. I, I don't know. And this was through this path, and it, but it's a trial, but you got through it. Yeah. How, what was all of that like and the difficulties that you faced and how did you get past it? So... <laughs> People who are listening to this and, and have the same situations, I believe, I promise you, I know exactly what you're feeling. Whether you feel like you're drowning, the weight of the world's on your shoulders, and there's absolutely no way you're going to be able to do it. And I felt like that many, many times. And I think one of the things I started to do when I felt like that was literally write down what I needed to do. Uh, because yeah, there's a lot advice. of times, um, there's a lot of times where we feel completely overwhelmed with life. Yeah. I was like, oh my, I got so much to do. Yeah, How yeah. I, where's the time? Where am I going to do this? But then when you just write it down, and you can look at that list and you can be like, wow, it's, okay, this is doable. There's not too much stuff on here. And also, you can prioritize it, right? Well, what needs to get done right now? What needs to get done tomorrow? You know? And you handle things in that kind of order. That really helped yeah. me. They when to- I lost, when I was losing my mind, I was like, I'm done. I'm done. I'm, I, I text yeah. my wife multiple times and I was, I was like, Lisa, I'm sorry. I'm done. Yeah, I'm got- walking out of here. I can't do it. I got those text and phone yeah. calls too. Yeah. And I never, I, I just <laughs> never did it. I yeah. just never walked out, but I, every was a lot, atom yeah. in my body wanted to walk out of there. Yeah, every okay. atom. I like that. You know, a very simple. Literally my cells in their cell division processes <laughs> were pulling me away. <laughs> 
there's a really simple matrix you can put together and fit fit those tasks into that's that's helpful if you're having trouble yeah. organizing and that's the it's a four block matrix of importance versus urgency yeah. And if you can just write them down and think it. of like, okay, this yeah. might be super urgent, but it's not important at all. Prioritize it, guys. Yeah. I'm telling you, prioritize it's, it. And if you're sitting there right now, I'm like, it's not going to help me. I, I know like it's not going to help me. You know me and my it, list. Oh, I know. It will gonna, help you. All of your calendar days are going to be oh, cut into yeah, these right. four block matrix. My, my, my new second job, they gave me another calendar. I didn't oh, show it to you, but I have another calendar. Another calendar. is that, about eight or nine? I love crossing things off. I used to get calendars for free. The vendors used to give them to us. I haven't had to buy a calendar in forever. Now I'm going to need one for this upcoming so, year. Right, you got so excited about crossing things off a list. We're on our own tangent over here. Yeah. <laughs> this is no longer about This is no longer about you, Mike. I'm sorry. Yeah, no. You know, when you make these lists though and you talked about crossing things off, don't you feel like you've accomplished something? Oh, I love crossing things off. Crossing things off. Yes. You feel like you accomplished something. People and we nuts. do that. <laughs> you you feel empowered, right? Yeah. Um, yeah no, I saw right. this video on face uh, Facebook. Yeah, Facebook. FaceTube. Okay. FaceTube. My you face. My face. My face. Yeah, Facebook. Insta, Instabook. And you know, uh, whatever. It was this guy, and, and his he, he works in the military, and his job is to train Navy SEALs, okay? Pretty important job, right? I mean, you're, you're talking about a guy who is literally training the most highly trained yeah. warriors ever in the history of mankind, sure. right? Yeah. Think about that, okay? <laughs> this guy has an important job. So the details are important. And he said the most important thing that they do with their uh, SEALs in their training is make sure they start off the day by making a bed, right? Everyone looks at the military mm. and says, how's that going to win you a war? Oh, okay, you got those nice corners, those military fold corners. Oh, okay. How's that going <laughs> to beat North Korea? Okay. But it does, right? It sets a mindset for your soldiers that they've accomplished one task already for the day. And now you're more liable to go out do it, right? Yeah. yeah. And you do the next task and the next task and the next task. Now all of a sudden you have all these tasks accomplished. You look at your list. You yeah. Know, wow, my list is, is is basically done. Yeah, yeah. And I have time in my life right now. What, 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 what? Whoa, okay, hold on. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So just try to do that. Try to think of that. Prioritize it, guys. Yeah. I think um, <laughs> any complicated, uh, I don't know where I'm drawing this from, probably probably some YouTube video I was watching, but any complicated <laughs> task can be broken down into it. Yeah, so you're right. It's not so complicated. Yeah. yeah. We're doing something right now in our, our uh, teaching thing where they, I went through a training. Differentiated instruction they're trying to teach us uh, where we actually look at our state standards that we have to teach them, mm -hmm. but we don't just look at a state standard to teach it. We break it down yeah. and almost outline. We, so we just take that one sentence and you can literally get a two-page breakdown yeah. off it. And that's how they're telling us this is the best way to create your lessons. Yeah. And it was crazy because we went through the training. I'm like, how am I going to take this one sentence and fill all this in with it? And you did. Yeah. You didn't just, realize you were going to do it. And all of a sudden it was like, oh, oh, okay. So you, I didn't even think of this. Like they, if I want to teach this, they have to have an understanding of this. I yeah. didn't even yeah. put that together. No wonder the students aren't doing well on this topic <clears throat> because they don't even know what this is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That piece. You know? Yeah. Makes so um, it, it's, a, it's, it's a work in progress. We talked about being new and sucking at things. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't like being new. Yeah, no. And it's funny because I you see You want that. everything to be done. Yeah, I don't like be being perfect. new. I, I, my mentor teacher at the school right now, I want to be as good as she is right now, but sure. she's been doing this for almost 30 years. So yeah. You've been doing it, but it, you know. It's funny because I see the same trait in my son. Uh, <laughs> I play guitar and um, he wants to learn You're how to play right. guitar, You're but right. he'll sit down and he doesn't want to learn how to hold a note. He just wants to play the way I do and he walks away. Yeah, yeah. And oh, it's no. funny because it goes back to 
my grandma will tell him I quit too easily. Yeah. So I'm yeah. going to no. pick the right moment and tell my son now. We'll play back the episode. <laughs> yeah. We'll fast forward. <laughs> um, I think, and, and I think, you know, we talked about your old job. I want to get out. Um, but I think something that was really cool about your job is that um, your job gave you a lot of freedom to get your schoolwork done yeah. and get, you know, um, and, and I think it was, you know, like kind of looking back on it, it was probably a blessing in disguise that, yep. um, you know, that job gave you, gave you a lot of different freedoms to be able to, to finish that. Can you speak to, again, um, you know, there's that, but then you did student teaching and when, you know, you do student teaching, you have, um, a family, you didn't have any income coming in, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the additional stresses and things. Can you take me through that where like, uh-oh, I'm going to cross this door. I'm going to do student teaching and I don't know what's next ahead of me. All I know is I'm close to my dream, but like I have to quit my job. I have no income. I have a family to support and I'm doing student teaching now and I don't yeah. know what's going to happen after this. Yeah, well, so for, for those who are, may not be familiar or may want something to uh, equate this to, student teaching is a lot like doing an unpaid internship. Yeah. Um, so if you are going to school and you're worried about that, um, student teaching is the same way. Um, and yes, I had a wife and uh, two, kids, two, two kids. Two kids. Olivia was yeah, very you young. Did I have two, two kids. at that time. Yeah. I'm glad you know, Amanda, when my <laughs> daughter was born. <laughs> well, it's the same birthday as my mom. So. Okay. That's right. Oh, um, yeah. But uh, so I had a lot to take care of, and my, and my wife still wasn't working. And it's not that she had no income coming but in, it, but it was very, very it low. It wasn't she what was, you had coming in. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Um, so the first part, I'm not a person who likes to live in a future or plan too much because if we keep planning for a future, we never really get there, right? You had to eventually take steps and live right, in the exactly. now. Okay, so um, the Pittsburgh Pirates were from Pittsburgh area. Yeah. They're always planning for the future. That's why they're <laughs> awful. Yeah, <Okay>? that's right. <laughs> that's the problem. The they're always planning for the, the future. future. They've been, been in a building phase for the last yeah. 20 years. Yeah, yeah 25 yeah. years. Yeah. We're playing for the future still. Uh, the future's come and gone. Okay. We so. still love the Pirates. So. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah. I like the pierogi race. Let's just leave the it at that. The pierogi race is great. Yeah. It's a beautiful park. We'll just leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> that's about it. I'm sorry. Go But this is one part I knew I had a plan for. Yeah. So I was in a situation somehow some way that you know I have a friend who has a construction company and I was able to work with him Sub Simpson and Sub Simpson I'm sure he's not listening he's right probably now. not no, listening Jody not. might be listening Jody might hey Jody but, uh, hey Jody uh, <laughs> Simpson's not listening how are your small feet doing Jody <laughs> she has very small feet oddly small feet <laughs> oh, that's awesome I'm sorry go on <laughs> anyway I was in a position where I was able to bring in some extra income, even if just working Saturday with with, with uh, our friend Simpson uh, and his construction money, uh, he would pay me uh, to help him out a little bit. So I, before student taught, had a half a year's salary saved. And, uh, you, awesome. you know, when you talk to any financial value advisor, you only want about three months of your salary in there. So, you know, uh, if you do have hardships, you have it there. Yeah. And it's only throughout three months. And the rest of your money should be going into 401ks or whatever else they're calling them nowadays. But I knew where I was going. I needed to have that money, that safe net there. So I was lucky enough that I had about a half year salary sitting there. Um, so I had that money sitting there. Um, I also looked at it where I was like, well, what are my most important things I need to pay for? Well, obviously yeah. the house. Okay. I had to have this house. So Game of Thrones, lasagna. Game of Thrones, no, HBO. <laughs> no. Uh, the house is obviously yeah. your most important thing. Like if you're right. going to lose things, you can't lose your house. Right. Yeah. So if, right. if it comes to that. So I made sure I had the house paid yeah. for the time I was student teaching, right? That's what, four or five months of a house payment. Mm-hmm. We that's, sent it in. That's a lot of money, we yeah. We paid. Yeah, yeah. Right? So I took that out of it, 
and we sent the money in, right? Yeah. Or you set it aside, right? And I know some of these new checking accounts, they let you do have those digital wallets where you can say this money is for the house and then it comes out Mine's of so yeah. complicated. It's, it, yeah. it works against me. <laughs> we'll, get, like, <laughs> we'll get Fortnite's back on for that one. Yeah. 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 But um, I think that was one thing I did. So I, again, I, going back to my list, prioritizing things. Yeah. What's most important? I got to have shelter. Got to have yeah. shelter for my kids, right? Sure. Um, got to have food on the table. So those are the first things you bought. Made sure you had that first. And, yeah. Uh, you know, and while I was going to school, I was able to continue to work here and there, make some money. So uh, you just have to be willing to do it. You just have to be willing to put the time in to do it. And and I think if you're one of those people who was like me and you can't stay in your job, you should easily be able to find the motivation to make it happen. Um, just remember that feeling right now about having to go back to that place of work on Monday. Let that drive you. Yeah. Get rid of that feeling, okay? Yeah, yeah there, there's something in that, like, being in a bad situation can sometimes be the best thing for you. Because mm-hmm. This, the same thing's true of me. Yeah, it, like it yeah. wasn't until I was actually working my chemistry job. Yeah. Then I realized, oh, I don't want to do this for the rest of my life. Yeah, yeah. But like I couldn't get my mind around it until I actually that's, was doing it. That's a good that's a good thought. Like if I didn't have this job, I couldn't stand where I'd be where I'm at today. Yeah, yeah. Probably not. Yeah. I definitely. probably would not have the motivation to do it. I probably would just settle and be like, eh. But I'm the, selling cars, I'm fine. Yeah. Selling selling phones. Because you're gonna <laughs> sell phones, whatever I'm do. selling. I would not be where I'm at today. I, and I'm, I'm proud to say right now, I'm finally in a career. It's so weird for me still to say this. I'm finally in a career that I like. That's awesome. Because I've always heard people say that, I love my job. And those are the people I just want to take out and like, <laughs> right. strangle just for a little bit. Yeah. You know, the legal amount of strangling. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> there's probably a legal amount. Yeah, there's probably a legal amount, I'm sure. But those are the people I'm just like, what are you talking about? I remember being at my work. And again, I couldn't stand it. But you people, said it to me. People come you back from vacation. They're like, and they're like, oh, how's vacation? And they're like, oh, you know, I was ready to come back. Ready to come back? <laughs> what? Boy, I know somebody that says that what? all the time. What do you mean you were ready to go back? Yeah, but I have said that. I kind of get it now. Yeah. Like, I couldn't stand that. <laughs> that guy apparently <laughs> loved it. I, 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 I used to go to meetings at my at my place of business, and they would talk computer stuff, and they would talk business stuff, and I would get mad at them and myself for talking. <laughs> it's like going to church and getting mad for someone for praying. That's what's supposed to happen, man. Why am I getting mad over this? This guy's like, we're going to reroute this route over here to the CPU to the TV VVs. And I'm, I have no idea what the guy's talking about because I wasn't a tech yeah. guy. And yeah. I'm just like, oh, would you stop talking? And he's so excited about oh, it. Oh, yeah. He's so excited Please about it. Please stop talking about it. He was like, I was ready to come back from vacation. And they'd be like, Mike, can we get this done? And I'm just like, Yeah. I've been waiting for you to stop talking. <laughs> you're like, yeah, do it. Because I have no idea what you're talking does about. This so mean yeah, you're gonna, do that. Does this mean you're going to stop talking? If that happens, yeah. if you had to sit in meetings and it happens to you, you want them to stop talking about work, you're in the wrong field. Yeah. <laughs> so you need to do something to change it. Okay. So, you know, you go. Don't be afraid to take risk. Yeah. I think every every person who's successful, right? Yeah. And, and I'm not going to mention any names, but there's someone in my life who um, has never took a risk in life. And they're settled in a job. They're never going to get out of the job. Then Amanda. And that's fine. No. (laughs) And that's fine. (laughs) But, like, he never gets a raise at work and things like this. And he puts food on the table, but he's not happy. Yeah. He's not happy. And um, he's always a guy who is not – he doesn't want to take a risk in life. And um, he thought I was crazy for going the path I was. You have a good job. Why would you risk that? And – I'm happy to say I'm making more money now than I was in my yeah. last job, you know? And, and a lot of successful people you talk to, 
will tell you that you you have to take a chance at some yeah. point in time in life. It, it, think about it. If you go to Taco Bell or McDonald's and you're flipping burgers, yeah. a lot of times we use that as a joke. Oh, he's flipping burgers at McDonald's. That's not a joke. Yeah. What if he goes and he flips awesome burgers? He's awesome at it. Well, you now, I don't know, come up to the counter. Next thing you know, two years, you don't know where you're going to be two years yeah, from now in the true. McDonald's corporation. Totally. You don't know. It's very true. It's yeah. very true. Absolutely. It's funny to say that. It's funny to even you're think right. that. Because you're right. if you were to talk to a lot of people who don't haven't talked to me in the last five years but didn't remember me, they would probably be shocked to know I'm a teacher. They'd <laughs> yeah. be like, wait, wait, oh, yeah. what? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Totally. You don't know where you're going to go. Yeah. Okay. Just be open for it. I have no idea where I'm going. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, you got to wait for your boss to tell you where you're going next for your shows. <laughs> That's right. Uh, but it's true. I, I just, I love that story. And, I, and I'm not going to get too, I'm not someone who likes to talk openly about certain things like religion, but I just remember I was going to school forever. And I wanted to go to teaching, but the road just seemed so long. And yeah. I was just like, oh, I'm never going to get there. I can't. I cannot stay at this job for another another two years, a year and a half, a year, whatever it was. It just seemed too long. Yeah. So I always look for other ways out. And one I kept coming back to is I liked science, so the medical field. The nurses make good money. I could be a nurse, yeah. right? Even though I pass out when I see the sight of blood. But I, and I don't do well dead bodies, okay? But I yeah. could be a nurse. Yeah. Why not? Go for it, okay? Mikey. And so it's true. just funny. Like, every, so every time I looked into, like, nursing school— they were like, well, yeah, you can start, but you're going to have to wait a whole year before you can start because science are running by. And I was like, oh, You man. wanted to do that, too. That's yeah, right. Yeah. But I it never worked out. One. Yeah, I did. It yeah. never worked out. But everything for education was working out. Mm-hmm. And again, I don't. I, I know you guys are very into the religion thing, um, <laughs> but my cousin posted something online and talked about- I'm just glad we finally have somebody on that yeah. isn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. Okay, good. So it's, good. it's good to have a counterpoint. <laughs> my, <laughs> my cousin posted something online one time that was just- Shocking to me. And it hit me like a ton of bricks. And that's what he said when God talks to you. It's yeah, a ton man. of bricks that hit you in the face. And Usually, there's a message. Yeah. I don't know. It was from something you would probably know. But it said yeah, sometimes yeah. God's plan for you is the easiest path. This is literally yeah. right after I was looking in the nurse and was like, oh, it's just not going to work out. Yeah. I see this message that my cousin posts. It says nothing else. It just says that. And man, that sm- smacked me in the face. Yeah, man. Because everything I looked into, just there's something about it that wasn't going to work out. Mm-hmm. But for education, I was able to go to my classes all the time. I was able to provide for my family. I had to change nothing. All I had to do was just finish school. Yeah. And it was just crazy that that happened, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I, I don't know. But what, what I'm trying to say is sometimes you're going to end up doing things in life and you don't even know you're going to do it. Don't yeah. be afraid to take the chance. Yeah. If you didn't think, if you can't picture yourself, I don't know. Um, if you're afraid of heights, maybe you're going to end up being an architect. You don't yeah. know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, you don't know. It's just Professional funny. bungee jumper. Don't be afraid to take a chance. Student, yeah. going to, quitting my well-paying job yeah. with benefits was a chance. And, it was and a risk. Not, and not just that, but like you quit your well-paid job. You went through a semester of student teaching with, with no, I don't want to say no income, but you weren't making the money that you were making there. Mm-hmm. Um, and not just that, but then you had substitute teaching to deal with. Um, you got placed in, and I'm, you know, in, in some very, very good school districts around here. Yeah. Uh, you know, Gateway was student dis- teaching, uh, Penn Trafford, Norwin, Greater Latrobe, some top 20 districts in the state. So some really good ones. But can you kind of, like you said, there's risks. Can you speak to um, the frustration with substitute teaching 
job interviews. You had a number of job interviews. Yeah. You were close in a lot of these. Um, looking back on it, those weren't the right fits. And, and we yeah. can get to that a little bit. Let you know, but it's a good thing that this job interview did. And I, I know you were disappointed at this, but like it's a good thing that this job interview didn't work out or that job interview or that job. Um, but can you speak to just frustrations, a couple things, substitute teaching, job interviews, and even another one of your jobs too? You know, you had you had another job that you know. Yeah. Um. It, 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 again, going to do student quitting a well-paying job to go to something where you're not getting paid at all and you don't have any guarantee of a job after that because here in Pennsylvania, getting a teaching job is difficult. Very difficult. Okay, it's very difficult. Uh, it was a huge risk on my part, but I, I just I, I just have worked so hard to get to where I was. I, I just how do I not student teach? Yeah. How do I not? Yeah. And even on the top of that, I would finish up my I had to do to get my degree. So once you have a degree, if I don't get a teaching job, well, at least I have that full degree, mm-hmm. you know, and I can find something, okay? And a lot of people who get into education turn away from it at the end of student teaching because you have to go into subbing. And subbing is fine, yeah. okay, but it's not a high-paying job. It's not, okay? Yeah. And I know you're just sitting there and you just take attendance and you make sure no one gets hurt, okay? <laughs> um, I get that, but, you know, as a family of four I had going on, yeah. $100 a day, not really a lot of money sure. to provide for your family. Um, so a lot of people, when they get to that point, they go, I have to go work. I have to go work. I can't go sub. Well, if you're not subbing, you're not gaining the experience. You're not making connections in the school district. You're not doing any of that. You are not in their radar. You've got to be in the district's radar. Okay. So I knew when I got there and I had talked to my wife about it. And by this point, she was hundred percent on board and very supportive. She was awesome. Yeah, she was at this point because I had went through all this. I had did money and she at this point now understood I have to finish. So I got into subbing. And I, I had a couple good connections. Jody. Yeah. Hey again, Jody. Hey, hope, Jody. Hope small feet are still okay. Small feet. Okay. <laughs> I had a couple good connections and, you know, I, I used it. Don't feel bad to use those connections. I didn't. Okay. Yeah. And I got into her school for a while and yeah, met her yeah. principal and I impressed her principal and he recommended me for things like saying, oh, I'm at the high school level and, and you I'm helped out with different district. things too. You, you yeah. took the lead on different projects yeah, and different, I mean, you know, like you didn't, you weren't afraid to step up and you know, help the science at, team. At, th- at this point though, you know, doing that extra work was not a big deal for me because working full time, going to school full time and then having a family, it was no big deal to stay an extra two or three hours at the end of yeah, school to do something else to right. come back in. It, it, was it was not a big deal. So I had <laughs> trained myself to... It yeah. wasn't a big deal to put an extra two, three hours in on a work day just because everything was going on. Yeah. Uh, but I, it got in there and you made those connections, but you just had to find a way through it and, and you will. And especially how I talked about like the easiest path for you, it's going to work out. It yeah. has to eventually, right? And if you're good at it and, and you have a passion for it, just make sure people see that passion. Yeah. Because that means something. Like if it came down to an interview between me and someone else and, and, and I'm sitting there going, like, I, I, w- I want to be that teacher who your students are emailing five years later thanking yeah. them. I want to change their lives for the best and get them to where they need to be. Okay, even if it's not in biology, I want to build them and make better human beings yeah. for our society. And if you got someone over there who's like, I don't know, sitting there going like, yeah, I like science. Right. <laughs> uh, um, I, I like teach. You know, I like, I'm okay with kids. You know, who are you going to hire? Yeah. Right. You know, even if they're both qualified. I'd hire the other guy. Yeah. No, he, would. <laughs> he wants to be off in the summer, too. Yeah. You can't be afraid to show your passion because it helps. It, it shows. does. Yeah. And I think if you show that passion, you're you're in the top. But if you were on stage playing your bass, rocking people's faces off, and you just stood there, right? And and everyone just stood there. It wouldn't be the same show. Well, yeah. I mean, you that's. you got to right. sell it. you got to sell yourself. It's true. It's kind of the same. It's the same thing that even Josh says about me. Like. 
Yeah. And he talks about, man, I saw this great bass player, you know, like other people around the area, like, oh, yeah, man, this yeah. guy's so good. And then in the next breath, he's like, yeah, but he just doesn't have your stage presence, you yeah, know, man. like, yeah. and which is the passion, yeah. you know, like. To, in, in, to teaching, in teaching, you had to have a stage presence in teaching. Yeah. Right. Yep. Think about when you were in school. We had teachers. I'm not going to say his name. I'm not going to say his name. But we had a teacher we didn't like. And you would walk in his room. He'd have all the maps pulled down. And he would pull them up and say, copy all these notes down. It was literally three pages of terrible. Book, it and you're terrible. just like, what? And that, yeah. That was his teaching. And it's like, why, why, why is, why? The, <laughs> well, now I, I'd say this way now, but why are there taxpayers paying this? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you didn't, you didn't learn nothing in that class. Learn how to um, take out notes. I want to be that teacher that students walk into my class and they're like, I, I, every interview, they're like, well, <coughs> you know, what kind of teacher you see? So I want to be that teacher that the students don't know what to expect from what I'm going to do. I, if I'm going to walk in on my hands, right? <laughs> if I'm going to hang upside down off the ceiling, if it proves a point, I'm going to do it. You ever do that? Not yet. No. <laughs> I'm not, wait till you get some I'm not tenured. Well, yeah, wait till you get some tenure. <laughs> <laughs> Two more years, man. Yeah, um, but, and yeah, can I can I just touch on like no. you? Uh, <laughs> <coughs> I'm sorry. Um, people talk about dream jobs, and maybe I'm putting words in your mouth now, but like I think you're living out a dream job right now. Um, and just to kind of give you some backstory, you know, you go through, and I think it's super hard to a get a job in this area, um, but to get a job like at, at your alma mater, you're you live less than five minutes or maybe five minutes mm-hmm. away from where you're at. Um, to get a dream job in the in the science department at your alma mater, um, can you just kind of speak to that? Maybe how that can you know? I mean, you know, the whole story, but just how that came about, just that sort of thing where you're living your dream job now and you're doing it. You're at your alma mater. You could have been. You did interviews at this place, that place, this place, but like those didn't work out, and now you're here. And yeah, and yeah. I, I think for me, it's it's almost beyond a dream job. Yeah. At this point, because a dream job would be to get out of the profession I was in, graduate, and get a job in teaching. And be like, I'm in my dream job, yeah. right? And whenever, where you're at. Uh, and I think people, once you accomplish that goal, you can say, oh, okay, whatever it is, that goal would be to switch to, you would say, I'm in my dream job. Yeah. But as you just mentioned, this is where I graduated from. This yeah. is Norway? Yeah. This is where my kids are going to go to school. Yeah, that's right? awesome. Um, so, and you know, and like my daughter, fun. and yes, I'm biased. My daughter is beautiful. And <laughs> when she gets her, she's going to have her older brother. I'm going to know right. all the kids, okay? And, yeah. And then she comes home, she's like, I'm going on a date with Nick tonight. I'm going to be like, mm, no. I don't think you should You're do not, that. You're not, because yeah. I'm giving him more homework. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's in my class. You're not going to date with him. Uh, <laughs> But it is more than a dream job for me because you had mentioned school district. If you think about this for a second, school districts are cover a large area. Yeah. Okay, they do, right? So if you don't want – leaving area is not really an option for me because we're set here. We have our roots set here. Sure. We have family here and things yeah, like yeah. that. And I, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not taking my kids away from their grandparents and things yeah. like that. Yeah, not, yeah. That's just – that's just not something I'm willing to do. Um, unless I was like five years in and still didn't have a job. Then it might be something I'd be like, well, maybe we should look into it for a while and get some yeah. experience. Um. I but thought I you were to, too good, but I that's didn't, just, I didn't have to do that, and um, yeah, didn't want to do the family. So yeah, this would be the dream job. Some of these schools I interviewed would have been an hour and a half drive from sure. me. Okay, and an hour, a half hour. There were even a couple that were um, a little closer, but this yeah, is the one you graduated from. Yeah, and, and when you look at teaching, okay, so there's distance to take in consideration. There's uh, demographic, yeah, the type yeah. of students that you want to work with. I know that sounds bad, but some people were better for special needs kids yeah, yeah. than mm-hmm. other people. Some people are better for those urban settings. Yeah. Right? They can relate more to them, right? Um, I, I, Frankly, I do pretty good with all those types of students that I've run into. I agree with um, that. The troubled students, 
I develop very good relationships with them yeah. and I get them to do things that other teachers can't get them to do. You're right. Um, which is a huge plus. Sure. Um, so, you know, being in a school like Norman, I have the ability to work with all kinds. Yeah. And like, so um, that's why, man, I, I just, you know, I, I was bummed out when I didn't get the one job at the school. I was yeah. bummed out. There were a couple, but yes. But yeah. when you look at, but when you, when you look at where you're at now and where I'm at now, I'm just, man, I'm so glad I didn't get to any you did, of those you're jobs. You're glad you didn't get <laughs> right? I'm yeah. glad I didn't get any of those jobs. Yeah. Um, well, you that know, job actually opened up this one. I know, that's you too. Yeah. You know, the school district I mean, I'm working for now, I mean, every school district has their problems and the district I'm working for now certainly does. And I look forward to hopefully being able to help solve those problems. Yeah. You know, so that's why. That's a great interview answer. Yeah. By the way. <laughs> Most definitely is. You know you're already hired, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know you're <laughs> But no, I, I, but, but I, it's not just an interview. I do. I look yeah. forward to yeah. that. Like, I, I want to, I jokingly, I, well, it's not a joke, but I I want to, sp- I, I see myself in 10 years hopefully speaking in front of Congress about the state of education in the yeah. country. Like, I have ideas. Um, what a goal. Yeah, I know. It's it needs happen, it. But why, don't you, why don't you want to muck around with the rest of us on Facebook just arguing about it? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm just like, kidding. I'm, as a teacher, I'm not allowed to have political opinions <laughs> publicly shared. Um, so, but like, but the education system in this country needs it. The state, the you know. Well, you I know, mean, it's, and we only first off, let's acknowledge it's not as bad as it's made out to seem, right? When you look at the numbers across the world, I did a report on this, right? So you look at these countries that are very, very, very successful. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Let's take China, for instance. If their kids aren't doing well enough on tests, their kids don't keep going on with school. Yeah. They stop. So their testing literally has the best of the best students. When we don't deal, we don't, we're not okay with that. When we have students who aren't performing well on these tests, we don't just say, go work in this factory. Sure. We continue to push them. So the scoring right. isn't fair yeah, against yeah. the countries. Our education system is not that awful. It's not. I remember when video games used to be like that. When you yeah. actually died, you know, and you had to start over again. Oh, they don't terrible. make them like that anymore. Dark Souls, no, man. they don't. They'll play Dark Souls. I, yeah, I, I have That's a game. Yeah, no thanks. <laughs> no thanks. No, I know what you're saying, though, and I think that that's, that's great advice for anybody out there. And I think it's only natural to, you want to make a change in your field. You know, like you want to, you want to progress whatever it is that you have to give back to humanity. Yeah, and for you, it's this teaching in the sciences. Yeah. Well, I'm sure you're familiar with the concept of bystander syndrome. Bystander, yes. Bystander syndrome. That's so whenever you have the more people that are looking at, yeah. at a situation, yeah, the less just, likely somebody is going yeah, to be Yeah, let's just say uh-huh. something, something, like someone's getting robbed in public. Bystander situation means everyone has this mentality, like, I'm not going to get involved. I'm going to bring out my phone and, and record it. No one does. On YouTube. Not, not yeah. even that. That's, no, that's, that's, the, that's a new thing. But bystander syndrome means, like, everyone's just standing there going, oh, sure, what do sure. I do? Yeah. going to handle this. But, that guy's going to call 911. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. the answer to it is one person needs to step up, <clears> and then <throat> other people will too. Yeah. Right? And people have that mentality in their whole lives. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Don't just coast through life. Don't be satisfied. If you want to do something, list out what you need to do to get there, realistically. Yeah. And if it's, it seems like it's impossible, it's not impossible to get there. You will f- figure it out somehow, some way. Yeah. Right? I mean, it's great. I, I, I'm telling you, I, I cannot stress enough to people who can't, or in a job they can't stand. I, I was there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was there. I got the emails. I, yeah. <laughs> there were great emails and calls. I had a great time. I really did. Uh, I, I'm, you know, you I'm no, I'm reliving it right now. I had it's a great not. time with your misery, Mike. Thanks a lot. It was, no, it was just really, it was just really. I good felt day. really great about my life when I read those emails. <laughs> no, it was. No, uh, it's because he could pep talk because he's all about pep. It talk. was just That's always really good to, to hear from you know, uh, you know, to hear from Bowen and how he was doing and you know, yeah, just to hear how 
Oh yeah, yeah. You know, it was you know you, you kind of miss those calls. You, you know, oh man, Bones calling. We get to talk about Madden or we get to talk about NHL. Yeah, or, you don't you get know. that. You don't get that from me now. We don't. I can't, no. Normally, calls now. I can't talk because I'm like checking sure. papers or, or, or prepping something. Sure. And I still have that mindset <clears throat> why trying to bring my work home with me. Yeah, so, right. you know, kids leave at 2.16. Teachers are allowed to leave at 3 o'clock. I don't typically leave at 4.30. Yeah, yeah. Right? Because, oh, yeah, it's an extra hour and a half that I don't get paid for, they claim, but <laughs> I got to get this work done. And I don't want to go home, eat dinner, yeah. and have my son like, Dad, can we go play catch? And I'm like, I'd love to, but I'm going to go check papers. I don't want to do that. Yeah. I'd yeah. rather stay at work where he's doing whatever he's doing than come home. He says, Dad, can we go play catch? I'm like, absolutely. Yeah. Let's do this. Yeah. You know? I, th- I think that I just want to make a call back to what you said earlier. If there's a will, there's a way. There is. You know, you you might look at your life and see the situation. And I, I think even talking about what you were just mentioning, like you might see other people in your field are putting in 12 hour or longer work days. And you're like, I don't have time for this. But mm-hmm. when there's a will, there's a way. Maybe yeah. there is a way to get the same amount of work done in less time. Yep. So th- don't make excuses. Just one, sure. foot, one foot in front of the other. When you yeah. walk up to that building and you're dreading walking in there, <clears throat> take a deep breath and walk in that building. Yeah. That's all you can do. Yeah. It'll, and know it's oh. going to end someday. <laughs> I remember that last day I ending. walked into that building for my last day. I... I was completely different. I think I was bouncing in that building. It wasn't like office space. You didn't like set it on fire, did you? <laughs> no. No, th- thanks for having me on, guys. And and like I said, there, I'm sure there's people out there who are going yeah. through it. Now, this is why I wanted to talk, and I don't know if I said anything to help inspire. Of course just, you did. Just remember. Are you kidding me? List things out. Try, don't panic over the little things. That, that was the biggest thing that changed my life, that mindset. Don't panic over little things or things out of control. I used to get mad over every little thing. Like, I would throw things. My wife hated it. That's just a guy thing, right? Oh, yeah, I, yeah. I can't get this screw, and so I'm going to throw my hammer because I'm strong. Yeah. <laughs> That's all you're saying when you do that, okay? Yeah. But um, stick with it. Um, it's going to happen. You'll get there. I know you said that. Sure. Sure. I, I, I used to get mad at the same words I'm saying right now. I got mad at Dan for saying to me because I didn't oh. want to hear it. It's little steps. Take it little steps. Organize things. Organize your life. If, you, if you're overwhelmed, you, you're unorganized. That's all it means. You just have to organize it. Uh, so take those little steps. Try to focus on the little things and try to do that daily. Wake up daily and try to pick one thing that you're yeah. excited for about the day. There's got to be something. Even if it's as little as um, I, I got new socks and they feel good on my feet. Mm. That little Eventually, hopefully, you get to the point where you can be like, well, you're just more positive in life, and life becomes yeah. easier yeah. and things like that. So, uh, But that's not the message I want to give to my kids, uh, my personal kids, my students, uh, <laughs> and things like that. But, uh, you know, I know I have a long way to go. You're good. Um, but I'll, I'll get there. A good teacher never stops learning, right? Yeah, yeah man. you're yeah, fine. That's true. It's very true. Well, guys, it's been fun. Th- thank you yeah, once thank again, you. Mike. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and Matt, thank you. Yeah, Matt. <laughs> thanks, thanks to Matt too. It's a, it's been a great one. And guys, thanks for listening once again. Yeah, thank you. Uh, this has been a really great episode. We hope that you take a lot from it. Um, a lot of good stuff in there. Yeah. So, with that being said, we hope you guys have a great week, and we hope that we've encouraged you to dream loud. And happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. <laughs>